<laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to In the Trenches. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. We are here for season two, episode two of In the Trenches. Um, Before we get started, (laughs) before we get started, we want to remind you um, to follow us on a couple different platforms. You can follow us and interact with us on Instagram at gals in the trenches. Um, Every week we try to post uh, some photos of Tony and I since our Mexico trip. We actually have quite a bit of content now that we could provide you. Um, We also like to do some polls, questions, and get an opportunity to interact with those of you that are also in these trenches with us. So go ahead and follow us um, and make sure to tune in at Gals in the Trenches. Yes. Also, please make sure to subscribe and like and turn on the notifications for our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We release episodes every Friday morning. And we love to hear what y'all think. So definitely follow on that as well. Yes. Uh, did you also say our TikTok? No, because oh. it's <laughs> <laughs> But maybe if we well, say it, we'll start maybe. using it. <laughs> so I need to be better about the TikTok people. And I apologize about that. But yes, uh, you can follow us <clears throat> on TikTok at Gals in the Trenches. Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> oh my God. Um, at gals in the trenches. I have one video up there right now, but I will be better about posting clips. So definitely follow us there too. Yeah, we're navigating it. It's like we said a couple episodes ago. I think this is a lot more work than we were anticipating. Well, I'll speak for myself than I was anticipating, (laughs) but it's been super fun. And I'm glad that we get to keep doing these uh, episodes and walk you guys along in this journey through the trenches with us. Um, Speaking of that, Tony, how are you this week? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, some turns are going to happen at my job um, that are hopefully going to be turning in a very positive direction. So I'm very excited and hopeful for that. Um, cheer season has started again, and that makes me very excited because I love that. So we're gearing up to go to camp. Um, and that is it. My yeah. mom told me to sign up for eHarmony. Uh, so if that gives you any indication <laughs> on what my trenches are looking like. <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes I'm like, maybe those are better because the people that are paying, like, if you're paying, you probably have better intentions than us free. That's literally what she day. said. She was like, that's 100% <laughs> what she said. And I was like, yes, I don't think you're wrong. However, uh, yeah, no. Man, like, I don't want to pay money. To <laughs> like. Lord, please tell me my life is not that sad and that's not where I'm at. <laughs> oh my God. No, maybe when we hit 30, maybe then we'll reevaluate. But yeah. now, I think we're fine right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would I would consider God help me if I'm not relationship. Oh my God. I can't I can't Oh, someone save me. <laughs> oh, um, enough about that before I have an existential crisis. Caitlin, how's your week? Yeah, my week has been good. It's been long. Um, for those of you that don't watch our TikToks or the small clips that we post, half of my face will not be moving during this uh, episode. I had a dentist appointment and I think she overnumbs me every single time because I can't feel anything from like the right side of my face over. Um, so that's aggressive. Um, but other than that, it's been good. Uh, Sacramento is finally getting some sun. So it's like a million degrees out, but that also means I can do more grass volleyball, go paddle boarding, boating, like 
summer is finally here and I'm freaking here for it. Fun fact though, about your eHarmony comment, I was at my friend Chanel's uh, aunt's house for Mother's Day and her mom was talking to me about the guy that she's dating and that she met on eHarmony. And she was like, Caitlin, I think we just need to get you on one of those or something like farmers only maybe. Cause like, oh, you're really no. into like the, you're, you're really into like a working man. And I was like, Jeannie, I am 26. Like I'm not about to put my ass on farmers only. Literally. I'm to get a lot of white so I could not think of anything worse no absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not uh, but I was thinking of getting chickens I got really drunk on Sunday and I was talking to her uncle and I'm I was sorry, like like the animal yeah like bird yeah like in my backyard <laughs> and so I think that's why her mom was like yeah farmers only well because I eat eggs I hate chickens I eat eggs every day and so if you have two women chickens they like lay one to two eggs a day, I would eat that. I mean, yeah, that sounds great. But I got locked in a chicken coop when I was eight years old and they attacked me and I hate chickens. So well, if terrible. I go out there with you, <laughs> you are getting rid of those chickens because I can't. I'm traumatized. We'll just train them to be nice and they'll have a cute little coop oh, back and it'll be great. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. Well, we'll touch base. Well, if you move out here, we'll touch base. Because I mean, free chicken eggs is like, it's, it makes you're right with the prices of eggs oh my god right (laughs) (laughs) um okay well this week we are also trying to interact in more fun ways Uh, tony and i realized that we've kind of been taking a break from the trenches a little bit because we're like these trenches are rough and so um we don't always have like fun like updates like that but we do have a fun check-in question uh tones do you want to ask it since it was your question (laughs) Sure. So I was just thinking earlier today, I was like, God, it has been a minute, man, since I have gotten some. And I'm, I was like, holy crap, how long has it been? And so I figured out how long it's been. And so I wanted to ask, like, how long has it been since you've gotten some? um how long has it been since I've given myself some? Or- no, I'm penetrated <laughs> by a man. Oh. Or I guess whoever you prefer to have sex with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with another person. Recently men. Uh so um I would say I, I the last person I had sex with was golfer. And I, it was the time that it was like why like he was hammered and it was terrible. But so I wanna say that was it was in that was the last time you did when mm-hmm. he like was wasted and called you a bitch and stuff. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So that was January because it was right before I went home for it was either right before I went home for the boys basketball tournament or it was right after. It was like it in between that same time. Uh, no, it was right before it was right before I went in February because so it was end of January. Um yeah. And so that Ooh. was last time. And it was not even great. It was horrible. Oh. I was like literally like having a panic attack because he was acting like a psychopath. Yeah. So but before that, we were having sex like every weekend. So that was nice. But it's been, we're we're like damn near a born again virgin at this point. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> it's been a while for me too, but not that long. Lord. How long has uh, it been for you? It's been about a month and a half to two months, I'd say. Yeah. I couldn't pinpoint like the exact, di- don't give me that vase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Listen, it feels like a long time. Okay. I want to be touched. Ah. Yeah. You're telling me. You're fucking telling me. Oh my me. God. But I'm not someone that can just have casual sex with people. Like I'm really not. And, you know, Dakota tells me all the time, he's like, girl, if I had a pussy, like I would be out there in them streets. And I'm like, I can't, like, I, I'm going to fall in love with you. Like, I can't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. And I know that about myself. So I just don't, I'm like, Ugh. I cannot yeah. get myself into a messy situation. Like I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's my problem too. You and I were talking about this either last episode or just casually last week. I think when I was like, I could be having casual sex, but I try and it never works out because mm-hmm. I, I love you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Like, I'm ready to be married. I'm like, fall in love with you. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no way. That's yeah. I. I don't even think I've ever tried to have casual sex because I just know that I oh, just yeah. know that I'm not capable of doing that because I'm I did such it for a- like two years. Oh. It, was, it was pretty successful until I met golfer and he's the one who ruined it for me. I was oh. like, I was out here fucking on these streets and I was, <laughs> I was like getting mine, going home with random people, not remembering, never talking to them again. Then I met oh golfer and I was like, wow, I could, we could raise little golf babies together. Oh my <laughs> God. I actually have never done that. I have never, ever, ever once gone home with someone that I just met. Oh yeah. Like you that. said that. Yeah, I've never done that. <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time. But after <laughs> basketball and I broke up, like, well, before basketball and I broke up, like, I I was starting to do that. Yeah. Not great. Yeah, ten out of ten would recommend. It's kind of fun sometimes, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wish. So part of me wishes I could, but uh, it's know. always it's the good. most fun. Like, oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. absolutely sure. Yeah. One of uh, these episodes, I'll have to tell the story of like the best one night stand, the mansion oh, guy yes. in Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. That, was love that was one. That was love. Almost lost a friend for that one, but it was Even. good. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. We got here to see on that. <laughs> we'll get into that one. Yeah. But now that we've heard about uh, the last time since we've had sex, we did reach out to all the viewers last week because y'all got to hear how we lost our virginity. And I don't know about you, Tony, but I had hell of people from my friend group, like our friend group and then friend groups from college, just cackling because they either had remembered the story or they knew both basketball and I, and they were like, what the fuck? I had no clue. That's how well, that I was cackling. I was cackling. Remember, I literally had to mute myself <laughs> because I was crying. It was so funny, dude. My best friend from college literally FaceTimed me today. And she's like, you know what part of the story you left out that that man never made you come. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we don't need to put that in there. But uh... she loved it. But with that, we wanted to hear how y'all lost your virginities because we're, we can't be the only ones with some weird stories or breaking our mom's hearts while we're naked in the shower. Like we needed to make sure that this was split a little. So first and foremost, we really love that you guys uh, share this information with us. <laughs> um, it makes our lives like much more enjoyable and we get to share it with our viewers. So we're going to keep your identity secret as usual, but we're going to read those off. So one viewer said, um, <laughs> We, I lost my virginity in the back of my first boyfriend, who now is my fiance's truck, in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Mm, love that. I love Car that. sex is rough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? 
how romantic well they were they were just getting slurpees and they're like man nothing turns me on like a slushy you know and I then mean, honestly same i get well, it. yeah i'm not mad at <laughs> i am like slightly jealous that your first boyfriend who you lost your virginity to is now is your, your fiance so you. two claps for you congratulations uh, <laughs> but also uh, screw you cool cool cool, cool. All right. Uh, okay, love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one says, bro, the dude sucked. He had a banana-shaped dick. He thought he did something. <laughs> Ew, that's the worst. They're all panting like, yeah, yeah, I just hit that shit so good. And I'm over here like, bro, <laughs> you were like, you're fucking my elbow. Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, oh, God, it's the worst. Also, banana-shaped dick. Interesting. Does that mean that it curves up? like really really hard or like what what i was thinking okay i could i'll text her but i was i was also like (laughs) does it curve in or up because i know it actually might be great (laughs) it might be hitting some good spots like that curvage might be doing something okay listen i'm gonna be so real for a second i don't mind a little i I mean i don't think i've ever had a curve up or down but like i don't mind a little curve to the left or the right you know i don't i don't mind it it's other spots yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Now I have I have seen a guy's whose was pretty like <laughs> curved. And I was like, bro, is am I gonna break this? Like I like it was kind of scary. <laughs> well, with that, there's actually a study that says the most dangerous sex position is like reverse cowgirl because girls will then go back and sit on the dick and like oh my god. Dick. So I bet the banana dick has had his dick broke a couple times. Oh god. He merry gentleman out, <laughs> dude. Oh man. Um, okay. The next person said uh that they lost their virginity in the bathtub of the parents' house. Y'all are fucking bold being in your parents' homes. Hold on, like in the water? <laughs> like you guys are acting like it was a jacuzzi? Or oh, I, just, I can send her a follow-up text too. But yeah, I have follow-up questions because how big is that fucking bathtub? I know both of the people, so I'm like that. Still, the bathtub cannot be that big. <laughs> I have so many questions. Standing up, <laughs> laying down, water, no water. So is For it a sure laying water? down? I What's feel like. going on? I know, right? I feel like it had to be laying down. I mean, I feel like otherwise they would have said shower. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, also difficult. Y'all lose your virginity in some difficult ass positions. I know. Not <laughs> Okay, this one is to an Australian in Prague. How fancy. Well, I just love that. I How wish romantic. I could lose. I, I know, what? Either I romantic or I really would love. No, I would love to go to like Europe and have sex with a really hot fucking dude and then never see him again. I would yeah. love to do that. That could be our girls' trip. We go 100%, to Europe. 100%. Can we just go sleep <laughs> our way to Europe? Honestly, right. like, oh my God. Sounds like a lot of STDs, but so much fun. <laughs> and wrapped up, obviously. What the fuck is wrong with you? So we know how I feel about condoms, so. <laughs> and the last person let us know, they gave a specific date, so they're very Love much it. like Tony. <laughs> Love it. That makes me feel not alone. Thank God. I'm not a psycho, I swear. <laughs> And they said, it was our way of celebrating the last day of high school. We high-fived after, of course. And I love the high-five. I love when you're having a 
Bay Area and I, when we have sex, we always fist pound and high five after. Cause I'm like, yeah, we, t- we did that shit. That was good. Like, I love that way to encourage each other. hundred percent. I love yeah. it. You can't have fun while you're having sex with someone. Like, what are you doing? Right. It's too, life's too short. Yeah. I mean, I, I have had sex with people I do not have fun with, uh, and it's, it's <laughs> yeah, I don't not like fun. it. Not fun. <laughs> I have had guys though get mad. They're like, "Why do you laugh during sex?" And I'm like, "Cause I'm having a good time. Like, let me just be myself. Shut up, bro. Like, stop being so <laughs> self conscious. It's not cute." Um, well, good. We really appreciate you all sharing those with us. Um, maybe we'll do the poll again to see if we get some more fun stories. Um, but I love that, uh, none of you had a really traumatizing crying experience. So screw all of you. Guess it's just me. (laughs) The Bible thumper in me. So go our team. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, okay. Another thing we wanted to talk about this week and kind of try to see if we could integrate into weekly episodes, just as we're trying to get the flow of things is talking about awkward encounters. Now, when we talk about awkward encounters, they can these can be awkward encounters on dating apps or um, with exes or with women who are just maybe a little insecure and crazy. Uh, so, Tony, did you have any awkward encounters this week? I did indeed. Um, so, um, this guy who I knew, or well, no, I've never known him directly, but I've known his family for a really long time. Like his mom <clears throat> was one of my teachers in elementary school. I cheered in high school with his sister. Like, so I've known of this person for a long time, but I've never had a personal relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And then this girl who is his fiance, I know because she, um, when I, worked at Jose's she was a regular there because she worked at a restaurant across the street and um so I was friends with both of them on Facebook and he like I said they're engaged and then he messaged me like randomly at the beginning of a couple months ago and it was nothing inappropriate like it was just general casual conversation um but I I agree that that's like you know strange (laughs) like you have a fiance and like why are you messaging someone you do not like it's just weird like what are you doing right um but then it stopped and then he started messaging me again once again casual conversation um about the weather and our dogs and whatever and this was the other day and then all of a sudden she messaged me on Facebook and she sent me like the eyes emoji and I was like oh my god what so I sent the eyes emoji back Wait, like, that's what? like how the first one she sent? Was yes, just the eyes. <laughs> Weird, okay. It's like, okay. So then I sent the eyes back and then she, she was like, why is he mes- messaging you? And I was like, dude, I have no idea. Like, I literally have no idea. And then she was like, hmm. And then I was like, you know, I assure you, like, I can show you the conversation. Like, it was nothing inappropriate. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just been a casual conversation. And then she goes, you should probably stop now. Like I'm super irritated. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I was like, but I was just like, uh, okay. I like, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I'm trying to pick my battles. Okay? Yeah. Smart. And that to me, I don't care about this guy. Right. So I, this really doesn't mean shit to me. So I just was like, all right, girl, sorry. Like I wasn't trying to cross a boundary at all. Like once again, I'm happy to show you the screenshots. Like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes, I'm 
good thanks and I just was like okay like goodbye like I didn't message back like whatever and then dude she starts spilling the beans to me just like (laughs) everything about their personal like relationship and I'm just sitting there like weird what is going on like and I feel bad, right? Because like what she's telling me sucks. Like I feel bad for this girl, but then I'm also just kind of like, oh, why are you entrusting me like as a complete total stranger? Like, right. I don't know. It just felt like a very awkward place to be. I was like, whoa, like why am I being privy to this information? Like so personal about your life. I don't know. Right. Anyway. So, you know, she tells me like all this stuff and then she tells me like to text her if he messages me again. And I just was like, okay, like, cool, whatever, bye. Well, then, mind you, he messages me during this time. While she's messaging me, he messaged me. And I was like, I Do you think she took his phone and was messaging you? No, I don't think so. Oh, because yeah, I feel like I would do that to be crazy. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't think she did that. But, um. Yeah. So then a couple days go by and then I post this picture or a couple pictures on Instagram from our Mexico trip. And he liked my picture. And mind you, at this time, he did message me again on Facebook. Um, And then he liked my picture. And then like, I swear to God, not even 10 minutes later, like she messaged me on Instagram asking me to block him. That is so weird. I was like, what is going on? I was like, girl, please. Like, this is so uncomfortable. Like, please just talk to your man. Like, leave me out of this. I like, I, I don't want your man. I, I don't want any part of this. Like, right. what is going on? I'm about to block right. both of them. Like, leave me alone. That because guess so and I'm sorry to say this. This is harsh. But like, if it's not me, it's someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I have no connection with this man. We do not know each other at all so it's not, this is not a me thing right. this is just like another woman thing yeah and I'm sorry to say that and it's just like that's true and I'm just like oh please <laughs> like, leave me alone that's also just so awkward I absolutely hate when women well like the thing is is like if your partner is doing something wrong like 10 nine out of ten times that the other woman probably is not like interacting back or probably literally story so you reaching out to her and then like telling her the whole story then asking you to block him like what the fuck well and then it you know it makes me think like why do we as a society and we as women get mad at the other woman mm-hmm. for either one being the other woman if they are unknowingly right it's different right. if they're knowing but if they're unknowingly the other woman and then like or the woman that like tells the girl that their man's doing something right yeah. like and I've been that girl like I've had people tell me back when high school was cheating on me and I would get mad at her like a dumbass bitch. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, why, why do we do that? Like mm-hmm. these girls do not have any freaking, you know, loyalty to me. Yeah. You why or why? It's just so weird. And that's what, that's the vibe I was getting. I was like, girl, I don't want him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. So that yeah, is so interesting though. Like, that concept, I think that was something that I struggled with a lot when I was with basketball was I was like the girl he was cheating on me with. I was like, fuck her, blah, blah, blah. And then my best friend from college was like, she, yeah, she, is she a bitch? Yes. But also like, she doesn't owe you anything. He's 100%. the one in a relationship with you. Like he owes you these yep. things. She doesn't owe you anything. And I'm like, yeah. So why do I get so like, why is it so easy for us to go back to the assholes or for her to go right. sleep next to her fiance? 
but she has to reach out to you, ask you to block him, ask you what you're doing when you're just the recipient of his attention. Like that's not a you problem. That's a him problem. I know. That's why I was, yeah, no, it was, it was weird. weird. I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Why is this my life? That is so weird. Yeah. I don't love that for you. I had a similar encounter this week, uh, but like opposite timeline. So one of our mutual friends from high school, uh, I'm going to nickname him Marine. Um, he and I were super close in high school. And then, uh, we both actually ended up in California around the same time. And he, um, he would always send very flattering, like text to me or comment on my Instagram, like different things like that. And for me, I was never like, oh, this means anything because Maureen and I were so close. Like this man would literally be like, you saved my life. You're one of my favorite people, blah, blah, blah. Like he was close with my dad. Like we always had a really good relationship because basketball was always like, well, this is weird too. And I was like, it's not like, it's very, Mm -hmm. it's very fine. So a couple of years ago, I want to say it was like three or four years ago, he got engaged to this or yeah, it was before they were married. He got engaged to this woman. She was pregnant. She saw a message that he had sent me on Twitter and she reached out to me and started calling me all these names. She called me like a cunt, a bitch, a whore, a homewrecker. And I was like, if you read the messages that your partner is sending me, I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is miss you. Hope you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. So as a result of this, he blocked me on everything. He literally sent me a message and was like, we can't ever be friends. I wish you the best of luck, blah, 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 blocked me. Uh, a couple months ago, I saw that he moved back to the Springs and uh, my mom was like, oh yeah, he's at the gym all the time, blah, blah, blah. And two weeks ago, he added me on Instagram and I did not add him back. I was like, fuck you. Like, absolutely not. You let your baby mama and now wife treat me like absolute trash for no reason. Like, fuck 100%. you. Well, I get a fucking message from him this week in my Instagram. And it took me two days to respond because I was like, I just like, part of me just wants to say fuck you and never respond to you. But he just reached out and he was like, I don't have it pulled up. Oh, he just said, um, I see your mom every single day at the di- at the gym. And I just want to say that I hope everything is going great for you. Ugh. And I like <laughs> thumbs up the message. And I was like, thanks, you too. Like, <laughs> what, what am I supposed <laughs> to say to that? Like, you 100%. literally let someone be so freaking rude to me. Attack when you were wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then what was funny was then I was like, oh, I haven't seen like the messages that we like had used to send. So then I was Mm -hmm. scrolling through these and I was like, oof, no wonder she was mad because like the things that he was saying. Oh my God. A hundred percent. You know what's super funny is that I have my own awkward encounter with that same person and his brother. So maybe mm -hmm. we can dive into that next week. Yeah. I'm glad that you immediately like picked up on who I was talking about. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck this guy. I have my own <laughs> shit with him because he's a freaking l- lunatic. Oh, yeah. God. It's really sad, though, because like he and I were really close friends, like, yeah. like in a very dark time, I showed up at his house and like was there. And now it's like you're I'm dead to you or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so fucking we're sad. dead when it's convenient, Um, but we're, you know, like we're alive when you're bored. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. When you're married. Yeah. Or, and didn't he get divorced from the first one? Like, isn't he married a second time? Yeah, yeah. so the, the first time he got married, we also were blocked because she hated me yeah. also. 
what I'm saying. I've, I have been blocked and then unblocked multiple times by this man. Well, I had an Instagram request follow from him from like a while, while back, and I declined it. I was like, no, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Like with you, I don't give a oh, fuck enough. That's smart. I have all my stuff as well. Facebook's not public, but his first wife also hated me because of my past with hockey. <laughs> hockey guy. What? Because they dated senior year. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I guess the moral of the awkward encounters uh, of the week is that ladies know that we aren't all against you. And if you're having to reach out to check other women, maybe you should check your men. Sometimes the women are hoeing it up, but I'd say 95% of the time, like your husband's a snake. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so maybe you just get him in check. <laughs> Absolutely. Love yourselves more. We deserve better than that. Right. We deserve and better is out there don't sell for that exactly and that is even if we don't believe that now it is true <laughs> better Absolutely. is out there <laughs> all right so this week we also took to the instagram again at gals in the trenches um to ask you all what you wanted to hear from us the thing is is that tony and i are two people with no professional experience when it comes to dating just our own lived like terrible experience with dating. Um, and we can sit here and tell our stories all day, but we also want to know what everyone else wants to hear. So we did a little poll this week. Um, and the main thing that y'all wanted to hear was our perspective or a little bit of a discussion on talking about mental health in relationships and kind of just like how those two work together. Um, I think for just to give like a little background on this, I think uh, mental health plays a huge role in relationships, mostly just because mental health plays a huge role in each individual person. And so being able to navigate like the nuances that come with mental health and have those conversations and learn to recognize maybe when your episodes are taking over instead of reality, like all of those things are super important. So um. Tony, I kind of want to like open up the floor to you and kind of see what direction you want to start us on to have this conversation and just, or maybe just talking about how you've seen it manifest itself in your own relationships. Um, yeah. yeah I'll that. Um, so for those of you that don't know me, I do struggle with um, anxiety and depression. I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder when I was 15 and then clinical depression when I was 22. So I have known mental health issues my whole life, pretty much, and it has played a huge part in relationships for me. Um, and it's been hard. <laughs> mm. It has been so hard. Um, it can be a bitch. It can, I can be really hard to deal with sometimes, like, because of my mental health. And it's not something I'm trying to use as, like, an excuse. It's just the reality of the situation. Like, that right. doesn't mean I'm not trying to, like, work on it and better it. But, like, it's hard, right? Because it feels like it's enrooted in who I am. So yeah, but like, I would say mental health issues has probably caused the most issues when it comes to my sex life in relationships, because um, it makes my libido like super low just naturally mm -hmm. because my brain, like the chemicals are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And on top of that, the medication that I take to help also like, increases that side effect yeah. so 
my sex drive is like sometimes at an absolute zero and that causes a lot of issues as you can imagine, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel like you have been able to like navigate conversations with partners when it comes to those things? Like, is it something where you feel open and saying, here's the reality of like every part of me and what that comes with. And this isn't about you. How do you feel like you navigate that? I would say that I've done it all the ways that you can, right? Like I, so as we've talked about, kind of like I've been in three major relationships in my life. And in the first relationship, obviously, is when I discovered (laughs) this problem. Mm -hmm. And then um, he never really made me feel shitty about it, but he was cheating on me all the time. (laughs) So like, you know what I mean? Like it was not, yeah, not great. Um, my second relationship, he did not, well, to my knowing, he did not cheat on me and he did not make me feel like shit. He was super gracious about it. Never made me feel bad. Like it was great. Um, and then my most recent relationship in New Mexico was absolutely awful in regards to sex. Um, so I've had, you know, and so with all three of those different relationships, like I didn't talk about it with my middle relationship, but with New Mexico, I came out right the gate and said, look, (laughs) this has been a problem in all the relationships I've had. Like, I'm letting you know now, like my sex drive truly fluctuates. Like, it's always been an issue. Like, proceed with, you know, caution pretty much. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, sure. Shit was not fine. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's hard it's hard and I still don't feel like I have a solution to it Mm -hmm. and people say like oh you'll find a guy that like just knows how to deal with it and I'm like where (laughs) where like it's yeah so and it was hard too because he did not accept anything but penetrative sex as his physical touch love language like Mm -hmm. it did not matter it 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 could not be cuddling it could not be sincere making out like it could not be anything else other than penetrative sex for him to feel loved by physical touch it was frustrating fucking thing he made me feel like shit about it dude it was a really dark time in my life yeah I do think that's what always was frustrating with him is like or hearing those stories I think was understanding that this is something that is out of your control and and I think that's the thing that's hard with mental health sometimes is like not everyone understands that aspect of it is like it's entirely out of your control and it has nothing to do with the other person and so getting angry or like not being able to like work with okay what are other options like that just makes it difficult to want to continue to engage in a relationship with that person and then it continues to make you like feel those emotions even more so because right. now uh, you're like, well, damn, the person that loves me doesn't even like accept that flawed part. Literally. Or, oh, or not flawed, just, but. Right. Don't you think I want to have good sex with my partner? Like, don't you think I want that? Of course right. I do. Like, it's not you. And I understand how it could feel like it was him. I get that. Mm-hmm. But like for that long of our relationship, like it's not about you. Right. And I'm, bending over backwards to try to make it work for you but it was awful like I was either it was always something was wrong like I wasn't performing enough for him I wasn't into it enough for him I couldn't stay wet enough for him I couldn't do this for him I couldn't blah 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 like it was always something and I was like well no shit like no wonder I don't want to have sex with you dude like you make me feel like literal trash like 
like I said, it was a super dark time of my life. And for the longest time, I felt like something was so, so wrong with me. And it was, it was awful. Like I went to, you know, a doctor praying to God that something was physically wrong with me. So I like had an explanation for it. Mm -hmm. Like how fucked up is that? Because my boyfriend couldn't accept that this is an issue and like, I need his help to work through it. Right. Like it was so, and sure shit, nothing was wrong with me, but like, remember this was the point where it was hurting. Like it was physically hurting me to have sex Mm -hmm. like with him. Like, and you know, when the doctor said nothing was wrong, like I was so upset. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn it. And so then I went to pelvic floor therapy for eight and a half weeks, Mm -hmm. spent close to $3,000 and nothing helped. Yeah. (laughs) You know what helped? Getting out of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that is what helped. Oh. It was toxic and it ruined sex for me for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think when your partners aren't able to like recognize how mental health impacts other things, it makes it really hard to like just navigate anything else. I mean, I think it's something I didn't realize until I was out of a, like my most serious relationship, but being able to recognize that is really helpful. And if you have to find a partner who's going to either understand or like work with you to attempt to understand, but it's like, it's literally so nuanced that it's like, you just have to have a lot of patience really is how that, how that works. Well, and I will say actually that like as shitty as high school was in so many ways, he really helped me understand what I was going through. Like he was a very big support for me in that regard. And he was always very good with me. And so I do cherish that. Like he helped me a lot in that regard. You know, the wolf was decent, like he was okay, but he did not understand mental health fully, but he tried his best. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as we New Mexico was trash, which (laughs) is so funny because he has very severe mental health issues, PTSD. I'm convinced the man's bipolar on some degree. Like <laughs> he has some serious fucking issues. And it's yeah. just like, God, you're in the military for God's sake. Get yourself the free help. Oh, right. God, please. Like, oh, but he yeah. refused to do so. Whatever. Yeah. No, I agree. I Therapy think for all. <laughs> yep. That's we were texting about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Better help. Um yeah. yeah. I think uh when we were talking, when we had posted this question, I immediately thought of just like how mental health impacted a lot of my relationship with basketball. And I think how it's impacted my lack of desire to be in a relationship right now. I think the only person who I've been with, who's like actually understood and like had hard conversations with me about it, um, has been golfer. Um, we would actually, cause we, so I have manic depressive disorder and like pretty severe anxiety COVID made it 10 times worse. I cannot be in like public settings without feeling like I'm going to freak the fuck out. Um, and so, um, when basketball and I were together, I constantly would be overthinking. I would have panic attacks. Um, there were times where like, if I drank too much, like I would try jumping out of cars and just like freaking out because like every, like it was, it would freak me out and basketball would just respond when we'd be in fights and be like, oh, well, are you just going to kill yourself now? And, and like, are you just going to cry about this? And you just, you just go do that because that's what you do. And it like, he, his response to 
like his, and well, this was like, this is when I finally was like, that is mental and emotional abuse. Like it was three years after we had broken up. I finally was able to name it and be like, holy shit. Like that's what that was. But he constantly like to make, because the, my mental health really made it debilitating. I would constantly cry, constantly freak out after he was cheating on me. It was even worse. Cause then I was constantly paranoid. My dark days were really hard. Um, and he didn't understand it. And he, he didn't like know how to have those conversations and he used it. He like weaponized my mental health. And I think that is where like, I was really eager to talk about this topic uh, on the podcast is I think there's a lot of relationships where people weaponize their mental health or like where they use it in fights or to get you to stay, they like threaten to hurt themselves. And, and those Mm -hmm. things, if you've not dealt with it before are really scary and like, like people don't know how to respond well to that. Um, but I think if you're able to recognize, like, that's a red flag, that is a form of mental and emotional abuse, like them belittling you or making you feel fearful or someone being like, I'm going to hurt myself. If you leave, like those are all times you need to get out. Those are not times where you need to be patient and work with someone. Those are times you need to get out. Like, Times where you need to be patient are times like what Tony was just talking about, or like golfer and I would talk about, I'd be like, I'm just having a really hard day. And so like, to me, like the idea of like sitting here and making out and having sex, like that doesn't like, that doesn't sound great because all I want to do is sit in my shit and just be there. And like, he would just be there and like sit in that space. And I think that's really important because uh, as most people know, like your mental health, isn't just something that you can make a conscious decision to change. Like if I could choose to not have a really hard day, like I would every day, Why choose would I not? <laughs> right? yeah. but that's, that's just not the get. reality. Yeah. No, that's what I don't get is people are just like, well, and that's what I was going to bring up. Right. Like, you know, New Mexico could never understand why I was so tired. Mm. And I was like, uh, because I'm depressed, dude. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, and he's like, why, why, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's just, you know, I, I try to explain it like on a scale of one to 10, right. My happiness resides in levels four to seven, I would say on a daily basis, my really good days are seven. And mm-hmm. that's not to be a negative person or a pessimist like it's just the reality of the world I live in and he could not grasp that concept Mm. and it was really hard and I'm like I don't know what to tell you like I it was it's so difficult to be with someone who doesn't even try like it's a different thing if they're trying to understand and they're still really struggling but he just didn't even try like just didn't it And it's hard. It's hard to be with people like that. And I really implore people to like, if you suffer from mental health issues, like find someone who helps nurture that and helps you grow and like learn how to cope. And, but the thing is, is like, we, as the ones with the mental health problems have to hold ourselves accountable because I have made myself the victim so many times, Mm -hmm. right? Like I fall back on my, Oh, well I'm this and I'm that like, I've used it as an excuse too. we as the people that suffer from it, like have to hold ourselves accountable and not do that because it's easy to slip into that. Mm -hmm. So like there's accountability and help and growth that needs to happen on all sides. But Mm -hmm. it's really, really important to me to find a partner that can help like navigate my mental health issues with me. Yeah, I think the other thing is, is like 
having a mental health diagnosis or like struggling with different things is not an excuse to like be a shitty person also. Cause I've seen that side of the coin too, where people are like, well, I struggle with this. And so me freaking out is acceptable because of this. And it's like, it's not like you can have like Caitlin, you can have all of these mental health issues that are actually diagnosed and also like you need to be able to have relationships with people that are healthy and nurturing because like people shouldn't have to suffer because you can't get your shit together. And so like that, I think that's where I struggle too is like, and I think also why when things start to get serious with someone, I immediately back up because I'm like, well, if I have an episode or something's happened, or if they find out this story about something that happened, then they're going to look at me different and they're going to pity me. And then they're going to like, think that I'm a project and I don't need them to be a project. And so I'll just push them away. Or I have another person who like, will when they're having an episode, will just lash out and lash out and lash out and be like, well, I was having an episode. And it's like, not okay. Like, people can leave because they shouldn't have to put up with that. But also, so you want to find a partner who like is patient, holds you accountable. And also like, just sees you as a person because like the reality is your mental health is going to be a part of you forever. Like those are things that don't just change overnight. Um, so you want to be able to like navigate that the best way possible. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm just a person that like needs people. Like I need people as a support. Like I don't look at that as weak. Like I have no problem talking about my feelings with my friends and those things. Like I need that type of support, mm-hmm. right? So like, it's important to me to have that in a partner, 100%. Yeah, I'm like, so opposite. Scary, is that like, oh no, the thing that's scary though is that like people are good at pretending mm-hmm. for like a little while and then like their true color show and that's really scary to me. Yeah. I feel like I can be vulnerable with someone in that way and then I am and then it like blows up in my face. Like that's mm. fucking long. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I so know. what's the opposite? What? I just feel like ever since uh, basketball would use it against me, like he literally in fights would say, oh, are you going to go kill yourself? And I'm like, I have never told you I'm going to kill myself if we break up or if something happens. Like I had, I remember when we broke up, I was like, I'm so sorry that you ever thought that that was something that was running through my head. Cause I have never once said that. Um, and so like, since then, I really do not tell people like, anything that I like, including my friends, half the time, my friends think that like, I am happy, go lucky, like super, drives me nuts. <laughs> but it's, it's just my because... favorite thing about Caitlin Monk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because like, I'd rather not like have someone have the opportunity to use that against me. And like, and it's, it's a bad trait because if I want to have a partner, I, I think with like Playman and with golfer, like who are people who are intentionally trying to get to know me, it's really hard when like, I'm not being my authentic self, like it's hard. And so you have to like weigh the pros and cons and figure out what is going to work best for you. And that's why I'm in these trenches y'all. Cause like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> no clue. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. Any other tips and tricks on navigating mental health and relationships? Do you feel like we did our listeners justice with that one? Yeah, um, I do. I guess my last little tidbit is like, you deserve someone who is willing to navigate that with you. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of like really just got off our soapbox of that, but I really want people <laughs> to remember that, like you deserve 
someone who will try to understand you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for that fellow ladies and gents and too. Gents. Yeah. So Especially to- the gents. I think that's, yeah, I second what Tony is saying. And I, I think too, like, yes, this is like a relationship podcast, but just, I think in any type of relationship that you have with people, like you want to seek people out and you want people in your life who are going to be patient and are willing to navigate. And the biggest argument I get in with some people sometimes is like, you don't have to understand it because we don't understand it. But what we need sometimes is just someone who's going to walk alongside you and just be present. Mm -hmm. And that's what a partner in life is supposed to be doing too. Just walking alongside you, not filling a void, not taking away the pain, just walking alongside you to make it a little bit easier. So just know that you are deserving of that good, true love that will do that. And if not, fuck them. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. Okay. Um, And to end on a lighter note, uh, we had some wins that we wanted to celebrate this week. One of them is related to relationships. So Tony, I'm going to let you take us off with that. Yeah. So um, if you have been with us from the beginning, you all know that I got out of a very serious relationship last January, January of 2022. And I, we had shared a phone plan. And so, you know, after we broke up, I worked to try to get off this phone plan, but I couldn't do anything because I wasn't an authorized user on the account. So I called, you know, Verizon. I got instructions on what I needed him to do. I told him what he needed to do and he never did it. So like, I, okay, you're paying my phone bill. Like, fine. I gave you the instructions. You don't want to get me off of it. Like, fine. I'm not going to fucking bug you about it. Well, it blew up in my face like a couple weeks ago because, you know, he unfortunately did have that as like an advantage against me mm-hmm. and he threw it in my face when he found out some information that he didn't like, which is just so absurd. I don't even want to get into it because it's just so ridiculous. Um, but anyway, he told me, he was like, you need to get on your own phone plan, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, heard, like I'll get on it. And so I finally did. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it was a mass amount of different emotions. I felt sad, but not because like I missed him or like anything like that, but like, because a very big chapter of my life was finally closing Mm -hmm. and I felt like free, like in a way I was like, I never have to suffer like another word of his emotional abuse ever again. Like truly I don't. And you know, he can be free of me. Like we're not good for each other. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was a lot. I I was like sobbing, but like, I don't know. I felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders and I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to let go and move on. Yeah. 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 This is like such a win for so in so many ways, something we haven't talked too much about on this podcast, but I want us to talk about probably next week is just the access that we give people to our lives after they've done us so much harm, which is also funny because of some dumb shit I did this week. But (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think something that is different between Tony and I is Like when I get out of a relationship with somebody or even a situationship, I kill them off in my head, in my life. I'm like, fuck you. I will never speak to you again. Even if you didn't do me like super dirty, I'm just like, there's no point. Like you're dead to me. You never got, you you don't need to see me again. You don't need to talk to me again. Tony is much different and she will like, she just like is kind. And so she'll talk to you. If you talk to her, she won't make an effort to like reach out to you. But if you reach out to her, she'll reach out to you. And she's like, ah, there's still like hope for us. 
nope. And so when this whole situation happened, I was a little hard on her and I was like, you need to stop giving people access to you. Like, fuck them. Not everyone deserves access. And so this is such a huge step on so many levels. One, getting on your own phone plan is fucking hard. I'm still on my parents' phone plan. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for that. Um, well, I hate to burst your bubble. I'm on my Nana's phone. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but it's not your parents. <laughs> but like that is <laughs> And you now like are cutting off access and like this person thought that they deserved access to so much information about you. And now you can be like, fuck you. You no longer have power and control. And I just like, I applaud you. That is so big. And I encourage all of y'all to block, block, block. One of my favorite podcasts, they said, (laughs) block, block, all you got to do. And so I do that every time I break up with someone for like three months. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feels good. Good. Thanks for happy. Um, and then my big announcement news. Um, I did not get off the phone plan. Um, I (laughs) (laughs) um I finished law school, so I turned in my last (laughs) oh my god, I could die. I'm so proud. I'm so exhausted. But I turned in my last assignment last week. And, um, had one last event that I was co-hosting with, um, another amazing member of my cohort. He mostly did everything. I just showed up the night of and like had to be sober, which was fine. But, um, yeah, it feels really nice. I'm feeling a thousand different emotions. I'm about to be unemployed for about two and a half months. Um, I'm back on the dating apps and I was talking to this boy and he was like, oh my God, why are you about to be unemployed? And I was like, not because I'm a loser, just because like, like, I feel like I need to study for the bar. So like, I'm not just like freewheeling my life, but, um, so I assume normal practice then, huh? Like, I'm assuming that's a normal thing that law students do like yeah. for the bar. That's a pre- like a normal preparation. Yeah. I, I even started like my prep course. I, cause I didn't go to work today. I wasn't feeling great. So I, uh, stayed home and I like started some of my prep courses. And even today starting while I'm still technically working full time, they want me doing seven to eight hours a day for the next 62 days in order to be on track to pass. And so that sounds atrocious. And that's every day, like Saturdays and Sundays included. We have three days off Memorial day, my graduation and 4th of July. Like those are the only days that we have off. Um, so it's normal practice to not work. I know very few people who work and study and those that do that, that percentage is even lower that they pass, but, um, it feels really nice. I, for those of you that don't know, I moved to California because I was in a relationship with someone who I thought I was going to marry and, um, then we broke up. And so then I, um, I had accepted a job offer in Miami, Florida, and then snap my leg in half in a freak accident. And so then I was like, well, I can't move to Florida, not knowing anyone being able, unable to, cause I couldn't walk on my leg for six months. So I said, okay, fuck it. I'll go to law school. And now I've made a whole life out here and have not seen that man, not been with that man, not talked to that man until recently, but that's like, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I could cry. It's insane. Yeah. You guys, when I first met Caitlin, when we were in high school or middle school, 
Like she was so shy and quiet and reserved and you have blossomed. This is so cheesy. Oh, I'm so sorry. But like, I'm so proud of my friend. Like blossomed is such a successful woman and it's so inspiring and I love you and I'm so proud of you and you deserved all these happy moments. Thank you. Yeah. Hi everybody. Listen to me. Love my friend because I'm so proud. And you know what? Actually, I'm not sorry because we need to tell our people we love them more often. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been really nice. Yeah. And someone from the trenches popped back up. And so I'm maybe going to like hit them up graduation weekend because might as well get mine to celebrate shit, but just maybe. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so that's our updates. Um, yeah, we feel very privileged to share this space with you guys. So this episode was a little more serious than funny, but um, I think that's- A little that's, more emotional, sorry. Yeah. We're just in love lately. There's a lot of love going on in our lives between yeah. our friends and our successes. So it's an exciting time. Yeah, I agree. Well, with that, everyone, we're going to probably log off for the evening. But before we go, we just want to remind you to follow us on our- two social media platforms. (laughs) One is utilized a little more than the other, but uh, you could follow us on, I almost said see us, see us and follow us, I guess, on Instagram at gals in the trenches. Uh, You can also follow us on TikTok at gals in the trenches as well. And we will start to be uploading more things. We got some bloopers. We got some funny clips, not from this episode, but from other ones. Um, So be sure to check those out to where you can let us know what you want to hear, what you like and don't like about the episodes. We really appreciate all your feedback. Um, And it's more opportunity for us to get to spend time with you guys. 100%. Also, please make sure that you follow um, and like and turn on your notifications for our podcast here on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, And listen every Friday morning. Every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time and 8 a.m. Why Standard Time. <laughs> because I want to get, <laughs> get it down. I should know it. Oh, my it's God. These people are probably so sick of this shit. They're like, these They're like, dumb bitches can't get this. Oh, my <laughs> God. She's graduating law school, but she doesn't know what time zone she's in. Well, that's okay. Oh, is, you oh don't need God. that. But anyways, be sure to tune in, share it with your mama, your grandma, your sister, your brother, your friends, maybe not anyone from church, but if you want, maybe that too. But we really appreciate all the interactions that we get with you guys. But so tune on in. And in the the meantime, uh, stay out of these trenches because it's rough out here. It's rough. (laughs) We love you. Love you.